0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of Cycling Talk Podcast with me, George Mahoney. Today, I am joined by young and upcoming cyclocross and mountain bike rider, Fatima Racing, Emily Carrick anderson I know a lot of bad things are happening at the moment, and even though this is just a cycling podcast, I really hope that it brings you guys some positivity, and I hope you enjoy listening. Thank you for joining me today, Emily. Thank you for inviting me. What's your first memory of being on a bike?
1: Um, I think my first memory of being on a bike is probably just riding to school with my friends because I've been riding since I was about two years old, honestly. So I don't remember much, but I think probably riding to school or riding about the time with my friends.
0: And what's the first bike that you remember being really excited about?
1: Um, Probably my first suspension bike. Uh, it was my brother's old one because I just used to get all my brother's old bikes. And it was a white, a white Scott, I think. And I was just so excited to have a bike that wasn't a rigid bike. And I was just literally riding around the streets, bouncing around on it. Do
0: you remember the first bike that you got that wasn't Corrin's bike before?
1: Um, I think I got an Isla bike. And um, I used to get his Isla bikes all the time. And they used to just be like boy colours. And I got my own one and it was purple. And I just remember being so excited because it was a girly bike.
0: Were you part of a local club?
1: Yeah, so I used to ride for Peebles Cycling Club. Um I didn't live in Peebles when I first joined it, but then I moved to Peebles, so it was, it was quite handy and we just used to do go on club rides every Saturday.
0: And what was your first race
1: like? Um to be honest, I don't remember my first race because I must have been about 5 or 6 at the time. But I think it was a I think it was a local stage race and um I've ended up doing that race every year since then. So um it's quite it's quite a good race that I just have kept doing since then.
0: Can you tell me a bit more about that stage race that you mentioned?
1: Yeah, so um, it was our People's Cycling Club stage race and um, they did it every summer and it's, it's actually become the new Interregionals, I think. I think that's what they changed oh. it into and it was a two-day stage race and we did like a time trial, a dirt crit, a cross-country race and uphill and downhill. So I had a bit of everything and it was actually really good fun. It was more like a social event.
0: What sort of riding did you do as an under 10 and
1: under 12? Um, well, I originally started cycling in downhill, I used to do downhill, so I did all the like mini Scottish downhill races um, and then I got more into cross-country and I used to do just Scottish, small Scottish races and uh, small dirt crits and stuff like that.
0: I don't have much experience with downhill, can you tell me a bit more about the sort of stuff that you are doing?
1: Yeah, so um, you tend to walk up the hill and then you'd get two times to go down the hill and you'd time each one and then your best one would go towards your final time and um it was really good fun actually because like as a young cyclist <laughs> I didn't really like going uphill so <laughs> it was quite nice to just ride down the hill
0: do you think that helped to sort of give you the skills for your later
1: yeah uh, definitely I think it like it really helped me now because a lot of the technical stuff I've I know now I learned from like such a young age so it's really helpful.
0: How about when you moved up into under 14, what was your first national race like?
1: Um, so my first national race was at Sherwood Pines and um, I had no expectations at all. So it was, I, I wasn't even nervous because I just felt I had no pressure. It was the first year and everything. And um, I remember like I, I was just I was so excited my race. I think I came second um, and I wasn't expecting anything. And I, ju- I just honestly loved it. And like the whole atmosphere of nationals was just it's so nice. So as a first
0: year that year, you came second in the national tramps and you won the national series. That must have been a great way to start your first year as a national rider.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting it at all. Like I had I had no idea what the season was going to bring. But um I think I won my first national at Dolby, which was I think I think it was the second round that year. And um after that, I just I kind of put a bit more pressure on myself to try and get podiums the whole season. And um, national champs was a really hard race. I remember I was I was going in for the win, but you know I wasn't expecting the winner or anything. And I had a big long battle with Ella, and then I think it was last lap she dropped me, and I was I was so gutted, but I couldn't really be upset because I was so happy with second. And yeah, I think it was a pretty solid season as a fresh under fourteen.
0: How did you manage your training and racing
1: around your education? Um, so back then it, it wasn't too hard because I wasn't really training that much. It's definitely got a lot harder now, especially when I'm in my exam season right now. And mm. um, it's, it's just it's quite hard to manage your training when you're just shattered all the time from revising. But most of the time it's OK. Like I miss a few homeworks here and there, but nothing major.
0: You became the Scottish champ in the cross. Was that your first
1: time that you had won a Scottish champs race? Um, I think I won a Scottish champs mountain bike race, maybe as an under 12 or something. So I think that was probably my first one, um, mm. and then that probably would have been my second one that I won. Yeah.
0: What do you remember about your uh, first time that you won a Scottish champs
1: race? Um, I don't remember it too much, but I just remember being quite happy because it was the first like big race that I'd kind of won, mm. and um, you know, a first championship race that I'd won, so I was quite proud of it. Yeah.
0: In the MantaBrite season, you won the national series and the national champs. How did it feel to put on that National Champs jersey for the first time?
1: Yeah, I mean, like winning National Champs, like as soon as I got into cycling, that was one of my biggest goals. Mm-hmm. So to win it, I just, I, it did feel like a really big deal. And like, I think I got to wear it for one other race that season and just being able to race in it, you just, you just feel so cool. And like, it was mm-hmm. a really big deal for me and I've got it hung up my wall right now. And like, you just kind of look at that and you just remember the memories and it. it's really nice.
0: You competed in your first European Championships that year with support from Rife Charlie. How was the experience and how did Rife Charlie
1: help you? Um, European Champs, it was actually an amazing experience. Like just going out there, the atmosphere over there is just so different to back in Britain. And then like there's just there's so many people there. It's crazy. And you're meeting all these people who don't speak your language. And the whole setup was really cool. And I just think it was really nice to be able to race and arrive for Charlie Jersey because I don't think we would have been able to get there without the support of them. So it was really helpful. And just wearing the yellow jersey, just you felt proud to race in it.
0: Was that your first time racing
1: internationally? Um, yeah, I think it probably would have been. Um, I think that would be my first international race. So it felt like quite a big deal because it's, it's so different racing against Europe compared to racing against Britain.
0: Yeah, it must have been pretty special. Was it difficult being away from your family when you were doing that?
1: Um, Well, I went with my parents. So it was, yeah, we did a family trip out of it because Corin was racing too. So that made it a bit easier to have my family support. But um, you did get a lot more independence because you were were kind of having to plan all your races because since it was a stage race, you had so many races to plan. So I do think I gained a lot of organisational skills and independence from it.
0: Can you tell me about moving to Timo Racing?
1: Yeah, so I think I moved to Timo as of first year, under 16. And um, it's just, it's been so helpful because like Tracy, the team manager, she's she just like, she used to race. So she's a great mentor and she helps me with like anything I need, whether it's to do with bikes or to do with racing. And even at National Champs this year, she was in the pits helping my mum and dad. So it, it is a really big help just to have someone there to help you that's experienced.
0: What was your first cross season like with the team? And
1: what were some of your favorite races from that season? Um, I think my first cross season with the team, I think I was quite inconsistent that year. I think I got two thirds and I think my worst position was an eight. So I, it was a bit up and down, but um, it was, it was my first like getting into under 16, it's more serious than under 14. Mm. So it was kind of just finding my ground. Um, but I, I did like Milne Thorpe that year although I think that was my worst result but I enjoyed the course um, and I think, I think my favourite race that year was National Champs at Shrewsbury Um, I think I got third there and it had a little section in the woods so it was a bit like mountain biking so it was quite helpful for me because I was a mountain biker.
0: And after that Covid hit and racing was cancelled how did the pandemic affect your motivation?
1: Um, I'm not going to lie and say it was like it was really easy and everything because it wasn't and you know there was times where I was like you know what's the point because it's especially in winter in summer it was okay because you're riding in the sunshine and it was quite nice weather whereas in winter you know the motivation to get yourself out on the bike when it's dark and it's cold and it's wet and you're a bit like what am I training for because there wasn't any races but um, I think it was it was really good that the the 2021 mountain bike season did happen and um, because once it, once all the races happen again, you know, the things you've been missing, the things you love about cycling is like the races and seeing your friends at races and stuff. So when it actually all started again, I was fine. But it did take a lot of motivation to get through that yeah. hard season.
0: So there wasn't much racing for you at the end of 2020. But at the start of the summer in 2021, you did some enduro racing. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, so I've done enduro racing for a while now. But 2021 is when it started getting more serious Um. I do really enjoy enduro racing and I'm wanting to do a lot more of it in the future. Mm. So I started doing a few enduro races with Tracy and um, with the team and I I do really enjoy them. So I'm hoping to start doing some more and start doing some enduro world series races and getting more into it. Oh,
0: awesome. Uh, You did the European Champs as well, supported by Rev Charlie again. What has that experience been like doing such big events as a
1: youth rider? I do think I really benefited from it because like courses out there are so different to ones back here. So you you just you gain so much more technical skills. And again, the experience of racing against people that you have no idea who they are. It's just it's really good. And I do think it has benefited me for going into my junior years. You won
0: two rounds of the Mountain Bike National Series last year, round three and round five. But let's start with talking about round one at Woody's Bike Park. It was a new national venue with a very technical course did you like it
1: um i did really like the course i think it was it was pretty good i found it very hard the hills the hills were very challenging for me Um, i personally didn't find it too technical um, and it wasn't it wasn't exactly the race i'd been hoping for to start my season but i did really enjoy the course i'd like to see it in future national series
0: that was my first national race and it was a really really good course to start national racing with.
1: Yeah how did you do? I didn't
0: finish. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <Next time. laughs> you didn't do round two but the national champs you took the win. You must have been pleased to get that jersey again.
1: Yeah I think national champs was a really tough race for me. I had no idea how I was going to do after how Woody's went and um. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to win it again. So my, my mindset before the race really wasn't great. I wasn't in a good headset and I kind of psyched myself out. So to get the win, I was just so relieved. And I, I do think it's probably my best win so far and it meant the most to me just because of how hard I worked for it. So yeah, just getting the National Champs again, it was, it was a big deal for me.
0: What did you like about the
1: course there? Um, it was a very hard course, actually. It had a massive, long, grassy climb. But um, mm. the downhills were really fun, and it had it had a cool uh, rock garden for an a line. So I kind of just used the downhills to my advantage to get away from my competitors.
0: It was quite a local race for me, but it was really cool um seeing what they'd done with it because I'd never seen them like use that part of Noonham Park before, and they did. I think they did a really good job with the course. Yeah, it was
1: a really good course. Like it was challenging, but really good. Mm.
0: You took the win at New Forest and then a second in Scotland and another win at Cannock Chase. What do you like about all of these races and were you happy with your season?
1: So New Forest was um, probably, it was a really fun race actually. I was racing in a battle with this girl for the whole race and um, I remember finishing the race and saying to my parents, wow, that was one of the funnest races I've ever done just because like it was a bit of tactics and everything and it ended up being sprint finish. So I really enjoyed that one. And then Newcastleton, it was a pretty challenging course for me. It didn't suit me the most because it just had like a massive long climb and then a long downhill. So I had to kind of gain all my time back up in the downhill. Um, but a solid second from that one. And then Canic, I've always loved Canic. It's been an original British race for me. I think it's been in every national series I've ever done. And I won my first national champs there. So I've always loved Canic. And I think it's a great course there. So I really enjoyed that one. I think my whole season, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. It was a solid season. In the cyclocross, you moved up into the junior category. What was your first race as a junior? Um, I think my first race as a junior, it was actually the day after Canic Chase. Um, I just went and did like a West local race or something. Can't even remember the name of it, but I was mixing with the women, so I guess it wasn't really much of a junior race. But um. And then the next one after that was Derby. So I just wanted to get a junior race in before the yeah. first national of the series. And the first
0: national race, you came fourth. Were you happy with that start to your national
1: season? Um, I actually really was happy because I think I was ill leading into Derby. So I had no expectations. And I think taking the pressure off yourself, you actually do better. So to get fourth, I was really happy with.
0: Then it was fifth at round two Milnthorpe, and then fourth at round three in Calendar Park. What do you like about both of these courses and how did the races
1: go? Um, Thorpe I love the course because it's, it's got little technical sections and it always tends to be muddy there so I did really enjoy that Um, I wasn't too pleased with fifth as I was hoping to improve my fourth at Derby but I was still pretty chuffed with the top five and then Falkirk I love the course at Falkirk I think it's got a bit of everything it's got some steep uphills, some techie downhills run-ups and then um, they were the two they were the first two races I think I hopped the hurdles in which is quite a big deal for me to hop a hurdle in a race so I was I like that bit of the course.
0: Do you have any tips about hopping the hurdles because I know that not many girls in under
1: 16 and under 14 and junior hop the hurdles? Um, to be honest I think a lot of it is just confidence like it's It's not that hard once you know what to do. You just need to practice it. I mean, a lot of the time I have crashed on herders before and um, it does just, it throws your confidence and it takes a long time for me to get back up to the level of hopping the herders I was at. So I think for me, the biggest thing is just having the confidence and committing to hopping them. And then once you practice them, you'll be fine. Another
0: Scottish Champs jersey a few weeks after Canada Park. It must be so special for you
1: to have so many Scottish Champs jerseys already. Yeah, well, I actually don't have that many. I've only got one Scottish Champs jersey because they don't tend to give you jerseys at Scottish Champs, which is a bit of a bummer. But uh, it's nice to have won those Scottish Champs races in a more local race that's a bit closer to home.
0: Well, that's a shame. You got your first cross-national podium of the season at Sunderland with a second. How do you feel about being able to get onto the podium for your first time
1: that season? Um... It was quite a big deal for me because the whole season I'd been aiming for that podium and then I got to Sunderland and I thought the course didn't particularly suit me. Um, so I had to use the technical sections to my advantage because I'm not too great on the long straights. So I think last lap I went into the last technical section and I just had to sprint into it and I came out of it with a bit of a gap and I had to just sprint all the way to the finish and I was just so relieved to be honest to get second because I just I wanted that podium so bad.
0: It's been really good to see your progression to get to that podium throughout the season.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm quite happy <laughs> with
0: it. At Clownfield, you took second and then at Gravesend National Trophy, you took the win. Can you tell me about that weekend of racing?
1: Yeah, so um, it's quite good to get a double weekend of racing in because, I mean, if you if you want to go pro and go race in Belgium, they have like double weekends all the time. So I was quite nervous for it because I didn't know how my legs would be after a day of racing, but um, I I had good legs at Clanfield, and I really liked the course, so um, I felt strong that day, which was quite positive going into the Sunday, and uh, I wasn't expecting to win at all on Sunday, but it was a course that really suited me. It was a little bit muddy as well, so that suited me too. So um, I guess I just kind of had to focus, and most of the people that were racing on the Sunday had raced the day before, so I knew everyone was feeling the same as me. Likewise, so. I just had to really use the technical sections to my advantage and it worked out pretty well.
0: Yeah, it must have been awesome to get your first win as a junior that season as a first year.
1: Yeah, I mean, like going into that season, I wasn't expecting a win at all. I just I wanted some solid podiums. So uh, to get it as a first year, I'm very chuffed.
0: You did your first race for GB at the Namur World Cup. Talk to me about this experience. What was it like to race such an iconic cross course?
1: Yeah, Namura was crazy, to be honest. Like the course was just so technical. I loved it. And it was really good to be racing in a GB jersey. Obviously, GB didn't end up taking us that race just because of COVID restrictions. So I went with my parents, which I guess was quite good going into your first World Cup. You've got a bit more comfort with your family being there. And um, I just remember racing like down one of the sections and I was like, oh, I remember seeing this bit on TV. And it was just so cool <laughs> to like you be racing where all the pros have been racing. How did you find the course? Um, it was very challenging. I was really nervous at course practice because I knew there were sections that were really hard. But um, personally, I think because I'm a mountain biker, I, can, I know a bit more about technical sections than most of the cross riders. So I felt quite good that it was a technical course and it, I think it suited me. So a lot of the sections you kind of had to really stop and look at the line choice because they were quite quite dodgy sections, some of them. Mm. But yeah, I loved the course.
0: There were so many massive names at the race. Did you get a bit starstruck when you saw the big riders?
1: Yeah, I did actually. And like what I, cause we stayed to watch the elite race and um the crowds there were crazy. And I just remember like Tunaire, it's like riding past me. I was like, oh my God, it's near It's Tom Hedgock <laughs> and all these crazy riders. And you just want to go and like get a photo with them. But they're in the zones. You have to like, you have to stay back.
0: It was an incredibly muddy race at Crawley for the national chance. Uh, how did you find it? And were you happy with your second place?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Crawley was, I was really tired for Crawley because I'd had a pretty solid block in Belgium so I wasn't really sure how it was gonna go um but I was aiming for a podium and I got a podium so I'm very happy with that and the course was really good fun it was just very very hard.
0: I found the course really tough a lot of the time but it was actually really enjoyable and the mud was really fun.
1: Yeah it was I really liked the bottom section where it was kind of in that quarry area I really enjoyed that but it was it was the big, long, muddy straights. You felt like they should have taken you, like, 30 seconds, but they took about two minutes because the mud was just so sloggy.
0: And then the lap was really long, so there were so many draggy bits. It was yeah, I know. Really I
1: think, sure. like, the under-16 girls only do, like, two laps.
0: Yeah, I only did two laps, which is a bit yeah, of a shame. So rough. <laughs> Then, most recently, in the final round of the National Trophy at Skipton, you got second in a battle
1: with Florence Lissman. Were you happy with your season overall? Yeah, I was, actually. I think it was nice to finish the season with a second. Um, I think I definitely finished the season better than I started, which I was very happy with to have improved. And um, I think I got second overall in the series, which, to be honest, I wasn't expecting that either. So I think it was a pretty solid season and more consistent than my previous seasons.
0: Now that the cross is over, what are your goals for this year's mountain biking cross season?
1: Um, so as a first year junior in mountain biking, I would like to get a few podiums. I think, um, I think Ella's going to be pretty unbeatable this year. So I'm just aiming for podiums and hopefully I'll be doing a few World Cups and Junior World Series this year. So hopefully I've got no expectations for them, but hopefully I'll do pretty well. And um, for cross, I would like a national win again as a second year junior, but uh, we'll just have to see how it goes.
0: <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years time?
1: Um, five years. So I'll be 21. So hopefully just doing well at some World Cups as an under 23 and still riding bikes and hopefully getting a bit more to the professional side of it.
0: Do you think you'll have to choose a discipline that you want to carry on with?
1: Um, I'm hoping not to so I think mountain bike and cross go pretty well together because they're yeah. ones in summer and ones in winter so and I think a lot of the pro riders like manage to do that you know you've got Matthew Vanderpool and all that so I'm going to try and keep them going as long as possible and adding a bit of road and enduro in there too.
0: What's your favourite race you've ever done?
1: Um, Favourite race ever I think Canic Chase like every single race I've done at Canic Chase is probably my favourite one I, I couldn't even tell you why but I just love the course And I think the atmosphere at Canic Chase has always just felt really special to me probably because I did get my first national champs win there and I've done so many races there I just love the Canic Chase atmosphere.
0: Is there a race that you would like to do that you haven't done yet?
1: Um, I mean I'd love to do any world champs race to be honest I just want to I want to get a world champs race in but um a certain course would probably be Novo Mesto mountain bike world cup I think I've loved to look at that course like ever since I've first seen it so I'd love to race on that course.
0: Do you think that's your favourite XC course?
1: Yeah I mean I think to me it looks like it would suit me the best and it looks like it's just got all the sections that I think would make up a great mountain bike course so I'd love to try it and see. Do you have a
0: favourite cyclocross course?
1: Um, I think Namur is probably definitely up there, along mm. with Cycle Park. I thought Cycle Park was just a really good course this year.
0: What about a favorite uh, XC course that you've done?
1: I think the one at European Champs in Pila. Uh, it was just it was crazy. It was so technical, and it just again it really suited me because of that. Mm. So um, I think that's probably my favorite mountain bike course, and it was really it felt really natural as well. It's like a more of a C course instead of rocky, which again I like. Where's your favourite place to ride for fun? Um, so I live just down the road from Glen Tress, which I think is where National Champs for Mountain Biking is going to be this year. And um, it's, it's so handy just having all those great trails right next to me. And like it's got, it's got an array of trails, you know, from Mountain Biking, cross country or enduro. So that's really handy to have that right down the road. Do you
0: prefer to train alone or with other people? And if you train with other people, who do you train with?
1: Um, well, I think it kind of depends on what the training session is, but I do think doing efforts with other people can sometimes be really helpful because just you kind of need the motivation. And um, sometimes I ride with my brother, um, but he tends to be a bit too fast for me. So um, I usually the person I ride most with is my dad, and sometimes we do cross sessions on Tuesday night with a few people from Peebles. So that's quite good to be able to do efforts with friends.
0: Who's your favourite current rider?
1: Um, I'm gonna to have to see Evie Richards like I've I've always loved her like I think her style is just so cool and everything and then when she won world champs she just she trumped it for me and who's your favorite rider of all time um probably Yolanda Neff just because when I first like started watching pro cycling she was winning all the races and I think She's been so good for so long. You know, I mean, she's, yeah. she won World Cups years ago and then she won the Olympics last year. So I think she's just always been a big name for me.
0: What's your advice for young riders?
1: Um, I think just keep it fun for as long as possible. Like, just do what you enjoy. And if that's like just going on fun rides, then just do that and don't take it too seriously at the start. Just have fun.
0: You've got five minutes before you head down to the start of a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated?
1: I'm not actually a fan of listening to music before races because I feel like I like to hear the atmosphere around me. But um, if I had to choose one, I think not many people know this song, but it's called "Dreaming" by The Score. And it just, it really gets you like in the mood to race, like push your adrenaline. Thank you
0: so much for coming on today, Emily. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was so great to chat with Emily. I'm sure we'll see a lot from her in the future. If you want to hear more inspiring stories like Emily's then you can find all episodes of Cycling Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, my Buzzsprout website and all the usual podcast places. You can find the podcast on all social media so that's Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and you can also find Cycling Talk podcast on the GCN app. I'd love it if you would share the podcast with your friends and it means so much to me to have so many people supporting the podcast and giving me their feedback. See you on the bike.